I just realized that your gecko gets um gets gets not only our podcast uh live yeah but also gets the best quality because the gecko are we we have we have our, our camera set up leaned against Aaron's uh tag for the gecko mm-hmm. so the gecko could just literally watch the video or could just like scoop behind the video and just just watch us you could say we record in front of a live studio audience we i mean we do yeah what's it what's his name again her her august i didn't want to assume a gender i should have said their their name august august that's cool what'd you name her after i just like the name Um, (laughs) ain't this ain't this a dilemma basically i have to i have to just take it on the chin every single time i tell someone the name they're like that's kind of a dumb name which is not even that dumb. what the hell wait it's not that dumb of a name but some people like say like that's like that's not a great name and every time someone says anything about it i just have to even if they say it's a good name like i just have to take it on the chin because i can't really explain the real reason why i i didn't even it wasn't even me it was like my suite at college we Mm -hmm. Like, I allowed them to participate in the naming of the gecko. Right. Um, Interesting. And. Well, yeah. have you talked to Have you talked to her? D- does she like it? The gecko. The, our podcast. Oh, she could not be happier. She's absolutely. <laughs> I thought she's going to be like a huge hard ass. Just like. <laughs> <laughs> we, yeah, we, we, we film in front of a live studio audience and we have exactly one heckler. <laughs> it's, it's a pain in the ass to edit out their voice, but. Just this constant like hissing and banging. Just fucking shut up. There's a lot of slurs, like way more slurs than I would have guessed from a Surprisingly racist. Surprisingly racist. Uh, unimaginably racist, to be honest. Uh, I wonder if she works for Geico. <laughs> Oop. Um, so I was talking with my friend one time about like worst diseases to have. And yeah. And it sort of got like. I was wondering about like what's I didn't really know the difference between being HIV positive <laughs> and having AIDS. Like, what's the? I don't know the difference. Aaron, this is really really easy to explain. Are you ready for this? This is who asked the. <laughs> I didn't even get to the best part. <laughs> we can't imply that we both don't know. <laughs> no, no, we were talking about it, and then he asks me, I. I shit you not. We were talking about worse diseases. I shit you not. I think it's because we were talking about pandemics. Mm-hmm. And he goes, he turns to me and he goes, can you spread AIDS? <laughs> okay, no, no, no. This is who asked. <laughs> <laughs> the most inconsequential show on the internet. I'm Alex. I'm Aaron. Uh, I'm not going to ask you anything. We talk about our opinions and stuff. Uh-huh. Despite the fact that nobody asked. Yep. Um, you want to start with? With what do you want to get started? I wouldn't understand it's in a preposition to nice. save my life. Nice. Um, let's start with the would you rather. So would you rather? Okay. Yeah. Why not? This was a, this was a very interesting one that I found. Now I think we can we're gonna we're gonna make something interesting out of it. Would you rather? <laughs> would you rather mind control everyone who has a fever, or become God, but only if first a thousand believe a thousand people believe that you're God. Again, mind control everyone who has a fever or become God only if first a thousand people actually believe that you're God. There's so much. There's so much to unpack. I don't know. It's pretty straightforward. 
All right, let, let, let's tackle it one at a time. Which, which one? All right, what's with? the temperature threshold for this fever? <laughs> I'm gonna call it. It's just it's very vague. Let let's make it let's make it like a hundred. Let's make it one hundred one. One hundred one degrees Fahrenheit. Yep, that's so high. We're trying to limit the pool. We we gotta nerf this superpower. It's... Okay, no, no, we have to be realistic. If it's if we're talking about fever, it's got to be a hundred or like okay. hundred. Yeah, something. Okay, like so so we want we want someone with a fever that's not that, that that's like sick in bed and like can't do anything, but also not like going to the hospital, right? Oh well, do uh, you want those sort of people? I mean, I feel like that's what this type of fever is referring to, right? Okay. Unless it's, it's not unless like the, it's, it's not like the it's, I got it's, dancing fever. It's not like one of those. No, no, it's um. I couldn't think of anything else other than Bieber fever. <laughs> Bieber fever. Would you rather mind control all of the believers or <laughs> become God? So you're just asking whether I would control all of his fans or be him? Mm-hmm. Damn. Dude, love yourself goes hard. I don't I, I, I don't know. I, I won't cap. I don't know. He seems to be really lonely. <laughs> um anyway. what was I gonna say? Uh so so yeah, our two options are uh when it says everyone with a fever, that could include like a person with like one minute, like infinitesimally small point of a degree over the average temperature of a person, or uh, all the way to uh, like like hella high fever, you're about to die. You probably no, no. Or, or is it going to be like no? Because fever, there's like definitely a threshold for fever. So let's say like I'm pretty sure in terms of like my school with COVID, like if your temperature goes above like one hundred one point four, no one hundred point four, I think that then it's above like a that you're considered station. a risk. <laughs> um 101.3 is a good radio station in the new york metropolitan area boom that's cool yeah knowledgeable uh okay but all right now, now we, we, we've more. we've established we've established that it's a threshold maybe about 100 degrees but let's get to the more important aspect of it you can mind control them how do you feel about that <laughs> i'm glad we spent that much time discerning the content of a fever but um i mean right now that's a pretty I mean, formidable. Oh, option. that is super true. COVID nineteen not... is is the best thing that's ever happened to this person with this superpower. <clears throat> A- absolutely. I I did not even think about it in this context. Yo, that's very interesting. I think I think this would you rather I found was very old, so it wasn't uh-huh. it wasn't in context of the pandemic. However, when they made it, it was probably with the intention of being like, "Oh, there's only so many people with a fever in like a surrounding in like a surrounding area. Maybe like you could probably go within maybe a few hundred miles or something like that. I don't know." Context, but but I think it's more interesting in the COVID context because out of the COVID context, like context, like well, you're gonna get max ten people in like a city, maybe maybe twenty people in like a city, like a small city, a town. We're gonna call it a town. But in the pandemic, it's going to be – that's probably going to be a lot crazier. You just run by a hospital and it's like, oh, I have hundreds of people. You, you know? could you could really fuck up the entire world right now <laughs> by just making all those people get up and run around and cough on people. <laughs> okay, yeah. That, now that's a new question. What, what would you make them do? You would, you would have them run around and cough on people? I would have them – what do you think? Do the Macarena. Why was I think I, I was going to no say – No way. I, I was going to say I'd have them all hit the low at the same time. <laughs> It had to be some sort of dance move. We, I, I knew this for a fact. Have them all come at the same time. 
have them all come at the same time. <laughs> COVID person orgy. Oh my god. Oh, okay, no. <laughs> um, Maybe that's a little bit. Uh... Okay. I, 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 yeah, it's a lot of power. I don't know what I would do with that. But okay, well, and like, like, how how helpful can they truly be? Like, I shouldn't be around them. I'm gonna get a fever. I mean, you can't be you can't be around them, but you can make them do whatever. Also, can you but, like, but like how do you zero how, in on how one able, person? How able bodied are they? Even if I mind controlling them, I, I mean, might, they're I might able hurt bodied. I might hurt them. No, no, in the sense of oh, you it, might. Hurt, oh, now you care about them after mind controlling them? No, no, no. In a, in a sense that they might not be able to do what I need them to do without just dying because they're like expending too much energy. I mean, yeah, you have to be smart about it. You wouldn't like mind control them and be like, okay, run a marathon. But, but, well, well, I mean, there are a lot of questions. It's like, can you pick out an individual person within it to to mind control specifically? Oh yeah, I think so. Um, do you have to see them? I'm gonna say, you know, let's say yes. Let's say yes. You have to see them. Oh man, you have to shadow box them. It's it's like. In order to mind control them, you have to like mimic what they're doing. You have to like do something and they'll mimic you. No, we're back to mirror. We're back to the same thing with mirror neurons. This okay. is pointless. So, so then let's 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 tackle the other one. Um, you can become God. You can just be an almighty deity. However, a thousand people need to believe that you're God first. Step one: join Christianity. <laughs> um, dude, you can't just hate on Jesus Claus like that. <laughs> Jesus, Santa Christ is my savior. Santa Christ. Oh. Uh, maybe, maybe one day you'll be part of the the cult of Jesus White Claws. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking sick, dude! Fucking praise Jesus White Claws, my guy. Jesus White Claws says this about himself. I, I I assumed it was Jesus White Claws talking, and now I, I guess he's talking about himself. Does the existence of Jesus White Claws <laughs> no imply the existence of like? Um, Jesus, like Budweiser, <laughs> White Claws, Budweiser, hard liquor, wine. These were the four Jesuses. Everything changed when the White Claws. The four horsemen of the Dopocalypse, bro. The Dopocalypse, my God. Uh, I recently watched The Umbrella Academy. What is it that? It's pretty good. It's a show on Netflix, and um. Uh, it's about like a bunch of people with superpowers, uh, but like it's not really about the powers. It's more like they're a very dysfunctional family, and it's like entertaining and drama and stuff. And uh, one of them is like super, uh, like just a charismatic person. He was very like a like hipster esque seventies kind of guy. And uh, uh, he like one of the premise for season two was that like they got thrown back in time, and in order to like make a life for themselves, they weren't near each other, so they just had to like survive. And uh, he accidentally started a cult. And from the way that they pictured it, it was super duper easy for him to do this. Like, yes, the average person, it was like, I would never follow this person. Why am I doing this? But to like the very select people that did choose to follow him, it was like, like, oh, I left my job and my family and everything to follow you. And like, yeah, I mean, and you didn't thing. even ask. I mean, the thing about it is that was that was scripted. That no. was a scripted television show. No, no, I was there. <laughs> yeah, you were there watching it on the TV screen. Yeah. And? It's like, that's like... Aaron, I, that's people like, can't lie when they put things up on the internet. That's like, I saw it on a movie and it looked really easy. He just got bit by a spider and then he had superpowers. His parents died. So I went and got bit by a wolf spider mm -hmm. and almost fucking died. Uh, 
I hope you realize how stupid. You okay, sound. okay. The, the reason I brought it up was because was because like there are cults that exist in the real world, and it's true. As cra- these, some of these cults are like super duper crazy, but there's hell of people that are like ride or die for them. I'm just yeah, it's easy. I'll just start my own Jonestown. And with that, how hard would it be to get just like just like a quick thousand people, <laughs> just like a quick K, just like one a- K. <laughs> Just like like a really small cake. Like one of those speed runs, a thousand person cult speed run challenge. <laughs> Under a thousand one people. Asserting myself as a deity, asserting myself as a deity, posting it online, gaining followers. Um, oh God, a hundred of them died. That's not good. We it would were, definitely be a. It's gonna set run. us back. Is it, is it like a question? Is it like a oopsies? Is it? a running count so it's like you constantly have to maintain above a thousand i think you would constantly have to maintain above a thousand see that's like because then like that's your whole life Mm -hmm. your whole life is going to be spent like maintaining this following and like asserting that you're gone doing that stuff well how it's really really what it could be is however long it takes to get to a thousand but then you have to maintain it oh but but that by that point you are god it doesn't matter at that point. You have, like, unlimited power and, and abilities and, like... That's true. You, it, it's it's more like once you get there, you're there. You still have to do all the stuff that keeps people believing. You know what I mean? I feel like I feel like if you're God, you could probably just figure that out pretty quick. That's probably true. Yeah. I mean, what did, what did you know? What would you do to prove to people that you're God? <laughs> like, what act would you do? To prove to people that I was God and, like, I actually, I actually am or, like, I'm getting there? Both both okay start with start with start with the first start with the ladder that you're not there yet i'm not there yet um you you see that thumb trick right (laughs) (laughs) do you want to do one of the do one of the fingers locked together go behind the head come back they're unlocked yeah yeah i I would do a bunch of like really cheap magic tricks but like actually do the magic for them in, in whatever way that i can like i'm i'm literally like passing the atoms through each other to get my fingers out of like the interlock position but like no way mm. this is actually what you're going with yep it is because the the real ones the real ones will know the real ones will know because it's like it's too easy if i just like perform a miracle you know that'd be too easy can it give me a challenge I'm here to tell you, if you chose this option, the would you rather, and what about it this way, you would absolutely fail. <laughs> well, it's a good thing I was probably going to choose the fever thing anyway. Really? Yeah. What would you do with them? The Macarena. We, we went over this. <laughs> uh, no, I I don't know. Actually, it's kind of sadistic. I don't know. <laughs> what is it? You have to say it now. I, you, no, yeah. no, 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 no. Just the general concept of just like, you know. Oh, mind control? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just general dominion over another person, you know? Yeah. I'd say that's somewhat sadistic. Oh, yeah? How would you know? Freeze! We caught him. You're... Would you say you're sadistic? I wouldn't really say so. I could be. You but... don't want to sit on this dick? <laughs> <laughs> I came up with that on the spot. That was pretty good, too. Sit on this dick? That was pretty good, too. I thought that was a genuine question. I thought we were generally going to be talking about our, our moral boundaries. But no, no, I just walked into it again. <laughs> Uh, I decided we're done with this. What okay. do you what, what are you gonna choose? I think I'm gonna choose the god one. Cool. I'm not gonna ask why. You don't. <laughs> you lose. <laughs> uh, all right. What it involves uh, a lot of drugs. We'll say that much. <laughs> uh, what a. Uh, you want to do psych or do you want to do the topic? Let's do. Oh, what do you think? Let's do the topic. Okay. So we're coming back with another, um, 
another thing, another uh, another another uh, section uh, segment. segment of the yeah segment. We were both looking for segment. Another segment of the podcast called uh, I don't get it. Yeah, and uh, basically uh, the last one we did was soccer. And basically, the point of this podcast is that Alex and I are close friends, but we actually don't have very much in common. So in order to explore what the other one does, we're the person who doesn't know anything is going to ask the other one questions. Yep. Um, live. And, yep, live. Alex does not know these questions. I don't. This is not scripted. Unlike some television shows. <laughs> Unlike most television shows. <laughs> Unlike our other episodes. Which it seems like Alex doesn't understand. Um, so... Uh, the topic of this one is going to be Dungeons and Dragons. Don't turn off the podcast. Um, we're we're doing this with the intention of like Aaron, who knows nothing about it, is going to ask me, who does know a lot about it, what the fuck. I've done one campaign though. You've done one session it, or two. It was a one. It was, sure, it was a one shot, as they say. Yeah. Like, yeah, well, just, it's fine. But like, Aaron is extremely unfamiliar with it, and to like get you guys who who probably also don't know about it to to like actually be able to engage with it. Aaron's going to ask questions to yeah. me that are very basic and very like, hey, what the hell is up with all that kind of thing. So open your mind and open your heart and <laughs> open your wallets, open your legs, open, open your asshole. <laughs> we, we, we want a complete open and honest communication yeah. uh, in this podcast. Here we go. We're waiting for them to stretch out, Aaron. Hold on. It it takes a while to open your asshole. I don't know if you're familiar. <laughs> Sorry, I I've been, I've been practicing a lot, so it takes it's very quick for me. <laughs> Damn. I'm proud, man. That's a that's a big accomplishment. Oh my god, yeah, no, that's huge. <laughs> <laughs> um. So enough talking. No, about you can take your shirt off too. It's fine. It's <laughs> <laughs> enough talk about my sphincter. We're gonna D and D. What's that all about? What's it all about? What's that all about? Uh, just very generally, it's a role-playing game. It's a uh, tabletop role-playing game. Oh, so it's sexual? Uh, role-playing? Could be. Sexy nurse? Is there? Are there sexy nurses? <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude, totally, 100%. Let's you can... fucking go, dude. <laughs> um, it's a, it's like a board game without a board. It's like uh, you're telling a story with a bunch of people, uh, and you're rolling dice and stuff. Imagine, like, uh, the plot of, like, a fantasy sci-fi movie or... Uh, Something like that. A group of adventurers going off to do a thing. One person is the dungeon master. They like narrate the world. They narrate all the, like the pe- the characters that the main the main characters meet and everything like that. And the rest of the people in the group that are playing, they get to play like an individual character. They get to play Gandalf, Legolas. Uh, I actually didn't watch Lord of the Rings. I need to watch Lord of the Rings. But it's, I know. Wow, that's fucking. I know shocking. it's. I know it's huge. Uh, but like, uh. Each, each person plays a character, and in order to, like, see if the character, like a wizard or something, is able to do something successfully, they roll dice to see if they do it successfully. They do a dice roll? They, they, yes. They, we, we, there's a panel of judges who, who decide whether the dice roll is good enough. Yeah, yes. The, the dungeon master uh, is actually there to to rate it, and if the, the, uh, the dice roll is not good enough, they kill the person in real life. Mm. If your character dies in the game, you die in real life. Yeah, that's that's really where the daily dice roll walk comes from. So you yeah. can practice for Dungeons & Dragons in order to get the best dice roll. 100%. Yeah um proven proven fact but yeah it's a role-playing game where you play characters and like uh tell a story in a fun world and you roll dice to do it yeah okay i mean i think that speaks well to like the individuality of it like yeah um it's really it's really whatever you make of it if you were ever to play it um how, how much time would you say goes into a goes into a thingy <laughs> 
Uh, all right. So terminology, uh, <laughs> a set like um, usually these types of stories are are take very long to to like run through. It may be like a three hour sit down for a night, and like you go through one quick. Hold on, I said a thingy. <laughs> you go through one quick thingy in a night. That might be a session. You might do multiple sessions for like a longer story, like a, a long, longer story that might take months or a year could be would be considered like a campaign. So in terms of a thingy, it could be like a bunch of thingies, you know, uh-huh. it could be one night thingy, could how, be a long time thingy. But like how long, like in one sitting, how long might it be? It, it depends. It could like professional like podcasts and, and videos and stuff, uh, like actual play shows could be like an hour and an hour and a half, but like they're a lot better at it. So they're good at like streamlining it. Most, sure. most home games, anywhere between two hours to four hours for two. one one night thingy even if it's like a How longer many? campaign wait sorry like like it could be anywhere between two to four hours for like a single night Damn. so that's home games what about away games <laughs> dude away games are brutal you're you're unfamiliar with the person's house you are you don't know anything you haven't even eat dinner they have home field advantage the crowd's making all this sound <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> i'm just now imagining a D campaign where there's just like thousands of people in the bleachers all watching like Dude, six six dudes absurd. around a table don't fucking even talk about it. it's covid that's so unsafe you're right in this hypothetical scenario of of what i'm sorry i stroked out <laughs> i you stroked off i did stroke off in the middle of a podcast honestly it was really unprofessional guys i'm gonna <laughs> gonna see myself out um but yeah it could take a while depending on how long the story is how much the dm has planned for the uh for the session and stuff like that uh yeah if some people get worn out pretty quickly just like it's a very taxing thing like i might be talking in a goblin voice for like three hours i don't really want to be doing it for that long or maybe i'm good at that and i like doing that and i want to do it for longer you know uh you're talking about in the sessions right not just like in general life no 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 no. i'm still talking about like in sex like okay okay like like the like the role play during sex all right got it goblin voice oh yeah absolute biggest platonic boner Mm -hmm. (laughs) um but yeah uh okay length that's usually what it is so you're so generally what i'm getting is that is that length length doesn't matter length absolutely matters length matters a hundred thousand percent Length matters okay but it's but it's also about how you use that length right yes absolutely it's it's all about the motion of the dice (laughs) god damn it um all right that leads me to my next question why the fuck do you listen to so many podcasts okay, this about is... D&D? It's not... So many. <clears throat> the podcasts aren't about D&D. It's more... Sessions are really hard to... Pl- uh, it's it's easy because a lot of people are good at it, and they're entertaining to listen to, and it's honestly just as good as a TV show, if not better for what you might be looking for. If Especially if you want to play but don't have the ability to. You're too busy to like be sectioning off four hours a week to uh to be playing like weekly sessions or something like that maybe you don't have friends that uh that play or are not as committed don't to have play friends as period maybe you don't have any friends at all maybe you are a salamander you maybe know the only way i can you can attract other people is by showing them how why you could spread your asshole mm-hmm. and that's how you got me into it yeah 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 uh what was i saying uh the the shows the... <laughs> it doesn't matter anymore <laughs> nope the um if you can't play often but like you've got that you've got you've like you want to play or like you want to at least experience it in some way 
watching shows and podcasts are like a really fun and easy way to do it. There are people okay, that you are... also play. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that that the um why do I specifically the the podcasts and the actual play shows I watch, when I say actual play show, that's just people that are good at it and like are entertaining and funny do it and we watch they play the game they, they do it and we watch let's go <laughs> let's fucking go yeah a podcast it's just weird listening? it's a five dollar paywall it's crazy it's <laughs> i can't believe it's legal <laughs> could you imagine a podcast where it's just the sounds of people having sex uh <laughs> i can't i can't you know you want to find out <laughs> You know, it's like guys wearing headphones and like, yo, what are you listening to? And he's like, here. <laughs> it's just fucking sex. I drive the shuttle around campus and I'll listen to my podcast sometimes when I'm when I'm driving around. Imagine just like you're you're walking around campus and like, oh great, the shuttle. And you hail down the shuttle, you get in, and it's like, what on the fuck? You're like, oh I'm sorry, it's just my uh, podcast. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> yo, turn the shit up. <laughs> Damn, this shit bumps. What the fuck? This shit, this, my platonic boner is raging so fucking hard. Bump it. Whoa, dude, that was kind of inappropriate. I'm, I'm at work right now. Yeah. <laughs> this workplace environment is hostile, and I absolutely cannot be a part of this. This work, this work environment is hostile, and I'm about it. <laughs> um, The shows are super entertaining because, like, most of the, most of the actual play shows and uh, podcasts I listen to are, like, of people who are good at it and funny playing. And I get a lot of ideas from them. It's also, it's like, why do you watch a TV show? Um, because it's funny. Yeah, it's the exact same thing. It's almost the exact same thing. I understand. But it's not like people acting professionally in like, like, I'm going to pretend I'm like the king of the north. It's like, it's like a bunch of friends gathered around a table, just like, I'm going to talk like a goblin for a few hours and we're just going to make make like improv jokes. And that's also good because oh, stretching. Um because oh fuck, I lost my train of thought. Because oh, there are less rules. Like they don't have to buy by the fucking TV networks. Yeah, exactly. Guidelines. They can just do whatever they want. Exactly. 100%. And like they're also just like super interesting. Like I've I've the, the the stories that have been told in the in the podcast and the the shows that I watch through Dungeons and Dragons are incredible like such such like really interesting stories that a regular TV show or a movie would not be able to tell that same story in in the the same like effective and like evocative way. Yeah, I think I think that's valid. Um, I think we'll move on to my next question, which is classes classes and what do you normally like to pick and what do you like Ooh, what do you fun. find is your own role in a com- campaign okay so very general thing uh, again dungeons and dragons is a game like the people that are playing no the way. characters in the story uh in the story can customize their characters by like making making basically like like fantasy like classes it's basically like their job what they're good at you might be like like a champion fighter that's like just really good at using a sword you might be a wizard casting spells you might be a druid turning into animals you might be a, a barbarian like just like like bloodlust rage uh an artificer like a magic scientist and stuff like that there's a lot of different classes that like make your character more unique in a lot of different ways yeah so that's what classes are here's the thing the the players get to play characters and choose classes and stuff i'm usually not a player because I'm so very familiar with 
the game that I end up being the dungeon master. Uh-huh. And the dungeon master, like, as the players play characters in the story, I, as the dungeon master, play everybody else yeah i play the barkeep that you that you talk to when you walk when you walk into the tavern i play the the evil guy i play the like all your friends and your family anyone that you meet i narrate the story i dictate the weather i i'm like i'm basically everyone that isn't the players in the story and so because of that i don't always get to have like the fun the fun time of like building a cool sorcerer i don't get to have like I don't so, get to always choose a class because I'm usually running the game. So do, would you say you don't have as much fun being a dungeon master? Or? It's it's different. It's a very different experience. It's You can have fun being dungeon master. And honestly, you should. You should have. If you're not having fun pl- being a dungeon master, then don't do it. But at the same time, it's like someone's got to do it. If you're not having fun being a dungeon master, dig in deeper. Don't be a fucking bitch. <laughs> dig your heels in. Keep not having fun. Keep mastering that dungeon. You're mm-hmm. a pussy keep going anyway uh my parents asked me whenever uh whenever they the, they'll like ask because like i play often and so like they'll ask how things have gone and if the words dungeon master ever comes up they just politely ask me to refrain from saying it like that what <laughs> <laughs> and they'll they'll keep forgetting that dm because you usually just say dm forget they they consistently forget that dm stands for dungeon master so i'll say dm and then they're like what's that it's like dungeon master oh just say anything else you're just running the game right yeah yeah so yeah so i was a dungeon master you fucking shut up you no you yes yes my parents regress into five-year-olds and then three minutes later then obviously they're like can you just say fucking something else and you're like yeah which you can say there's like game master and then then three minutes later you're like yes well i was being dm and they're like what the fuck is a dm you're like oh it's a dungeon master like no 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 so like like a six-year-old that was that was like like ooh like like gross fucking gross 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 like sammy has a crush on you ew no no ew i don't have a crush on anyone that's what they sound like when they do that anyway fucking disgusting dungeon master our son we won't have that in this house yeah that's fine i thought that yeah i thought that was an interesting point to bring up. so so i very consistently use the term running the racism game racism against dungeon masters no it's like it could be considered like a sexual thing it's like it's like where were you today oh i was at aaron's house yeah how's it doing He's a he's a Jew. A Jew? <laughs> Ew! La 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 la. You're hanging out with. No more going to Aaron's house. No, no, no. It's like it's like the six year old like voice and shit. I'm just like, ew, no, no Jews. Ew, no. He probably had like a Star David and fucking yarmulkes. Ew. Uh. Anyway. Um. What were the fuck? <laughs> I don't usually get to play classes because I'm usually running the game, uh-huh. and you can have fun running the game if you like. You know, it's it's just it's it just it requires a lot of effort. I need to put I need to like build a cohesive story, but not like plan too much because well, that... like, it's it's a very it's a very open world story. Like I might have a plan to be like, all right, you come up to the entrance of the dungeon. Like there, there's a there's a like a scary uh like like wooden door that creaks open that like beckons you to come in. And the sorcerer might be like, yeah, fuck this dungeon. I kind of want to go back to the town and like like flirt with the barmaid. Like I can't stop you. I would rather you go into the dungeon that because that's what I have planned. But you know, sure, fuck it, go back to the town. <laughs> like it, it it's it's tough because it's hard to like 
plan for the session, but also I was well. That this is sort yeah. of addressing another question, which is like, because well, I knew you were uh, you're off to a dungeon master, so I was gonna ask you like, what does it take to become and like be and do that stuff? Like what? Well, just to answer, just to finish answering the the other question about like what class I like to play. Very occasionally, I get to be a player in someone else's campaign, which is very fun because I'm a bit of a rules lawyer. I know a lot about the rules, so I'm very privy to breaking them. Uh huh. And and like I'll I'll build characters if I can to like maximize like maximum uh like breakage of the rules to like to the letter of the law, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but like the the character the class and stuff I would usually play are like healing classes and like tank classes like not like the regular damage and not like the regular big flashy stuff i like playing uh like support classes because like it helps other people like shine better and like usually the people i'm playing with are much more new to the game or like newer than me and so they haven't had those like fun moments to shine and so it helps when someone is like a full support to help that person like have those fun story moments ew yeah too selfless i won't have it (laughs) fucking gross dude thanks man it means a lot um uh but uh as for the dungeon master dungeon master thing what about that like how do you how how so very general like like basically as a dungeon master i need to plan a, I, I would like to plan a story for well, the like campaign even, bef- even before that you had to like build an entire knowledge base to even oh come, yeah right oh yeah like very i mean it depends on the campaign if it's just like oh you're just in a generic fantasy world i could just make it whatever i can make things up as i go along but sometimes like for a campaign i'm doing with uh some of my friends i've like very intricately like designed a city not no not even b- prior to that like learning all the rules and shit and oh, all that just time just honestly honestly the real thing that got me to learn most of the rules was watching the the actual plays and listening to the people through podcasts and stuff like that where they're not even talking about the rules they're just playing the game and i just hear over and over again like Cure wounds is is like one d eight plus your wisdom modifier, and like oh I'm I'm a fighter taking attack. You get to take two attacks at this level, like over and over and over again. I kind of just absorbed the rules. I finally bought a rule book and yeah, I was bought the the D and D handbook, and then I read through it and I was like, I already kind of knew all this. This was kind of a waste of money, but yeah, I yeah. thought I remembered you like reading through a book. Yeah, um, the the handbook is is like definitely part of part of the practice. Like you bring the handbook, even though you look up all the spells. It's just like it's just part of the. It's part of the the atmosphere, but um, yeah. There's a bunch of rules, but the rules aren't as important as like having fun, you know. Right. So yeah, I've heard about you like building universes and stuff like that. Yep. What is that? How's that? What is what? Well, I mean, just like it's just imagine like writing a story, but you have almost no agency over the characters, <laughs> so you can do as much as you can, which is building the setting and integrating it with the characters' backstories and hoping the entire world doesn't shatter. When, when like, you, uh, you say, like, like uh, and there's a mysterious man in a trench coat on the other side of the bar uh, beckoning you to come over. And it's like, uh, I'm going to go upstairs. Oh, God, I did say it was two floors. Uh, you go upstairs. I'm going to go, I don't know, how many rooms are there? Uh, six rooms. Like, I'm going to go the second room on the left. Oh, fuck. Uh, uh, roll a persuasion check. Like, like kind of. What's, like, the worst, like, the one that's a moment that sticks out to you where someone just, like, did shit that you were not prepared for? Um, we were just, I, I won't say names, just, like, obviously, but. Uh, we were playing a, uh, a campaign that I was DMing where we uh, were in like a magic university, uh-huh. and basic basically like one of them was like a barbarian type athlete, and so like he was he was a football player that was like 
really good on the field because he was very like strong and magically powered and stuff. Uh-huh. He knew that the, uh, like one of like like the bull like the other football players like like a like a classic bully. He had like a very powerful magic item that he know he needed to like uh, get from him somehow. Uh-huh. And I thought they were gonna fight. I thought they were gonna like do something. I thought they were gonna talk about it. But uh, um, my friend had already established that his character was <laughs> had been drinking a lot just because, like as a joke. And then, like, yeah. he, he brought up that he was drunk that day, like, as a joke, like, on the football field like, at practice. Sure. And then uh, he he turned he turned this inevitable fight into, like, like a like he sat down on the ground and was like, man, just like my dad had alcoholism. And, like, I, I feel like I'm falling in his footsteps kind of kind of thing. I was and like the in, in the moment I had a choice to have the bully to just, like, beat the shit out of him, like, as, as we had planned or for me to, like change the story up and so i was just like screw it i'm gonna throw out everything i had and the bully sat down and was like i know the feel man me and my friend me and my friends uh alcoholism is like a super serious thing like we meet every thursday to to like talk about it and stuff and uh if you want to again fictional fictional characters like we're just like role-playing this kind of thing i had like a fight planned on the football field for like these other football players to come in and just like beat the shit out of the one player because he game by himself but but he he just he just had alcoholism and i just had a plan i just had to no way i could have planned that he was gonna you know what be struggling what, with alcoholism but what about what about moments where you're like panicking like like where someone did something that like you didn't know how to handle so that ever happened definitely off the top of my head uh fucking i've definitely done that to someone else though like what uh i was playing uh like a magic sorcerer in uh another another like very generic fantasy campaign and my my friend was dming it was a lot of fun i was doing a lot of rules breaking stuff there was a a pirate hideout and we needed to like basically assassinate the pirate on the second floor Uh we we had a big map of like what the first floor looked like all the guards and everything the second floor looked like we had the schematics of the building and we were strolling up and then like the dm was like all right what do you do i was like okay here's what i'm gonna do we're going to go back to the hotel and chill out for the night. I'm going to go by myself. I'm going to turn myself invisible and I'm going to sneak past everyone because I'm invisible. I'm going to teleport through the window because I have that spell. I'm going to teleport through the window and wait for the pirate to fall asleep. Once he falls asleep, I'm going to burst the door open and cast Polymorph on him. Polymorph is a shape-changing spell. Sure. Uh, and just like basically if they if they like fail it, if the enemy fails a dice roll, they get turned into another thing. And so I... Instead of instead of us like fighting through this pirate hideout, I bust in the door invisible. Like it tell and like I, I explained it well enough. I explained it well enough where like yeah, I guess none of the guards are there and the dude's asleep. What do you do? Like okay, I'm gonna all right. He failed to save. What do you do? Uh, I'm gonna turn him into a grilled cheese with mayo because that is technically under his challenge rating because it's a grilled cheese. I can change him into whatever I want because he failed. I'm going to take him, turn myself invisible again, and teleport out. And then throw him in the jail cell and unpolymorph him. And so, yep, we got him. We didn't have to kill him. We didn't have to uh, go through the, the I'm pirate I'm really hideout. happy that you included Mayo. Otherwise, it would have been disgusting. So, so my, my character was a bit of a himbo. He, he had very, very low intelligence, but he was very, very, like, 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 uh, like magically powered and everything. And his whole, his whole thing was like, well, if I, I'm going to eat the grilled cheese, if I, if I, like, I might forget and I might just eat it. And I need to not eat it. So, like, why the fuck? Like, if I put mayo on it, I'll know not to eat it. That's yeah. fair. 
I think that the best that's the best thing about D and D that would make it fun for anyone if they just tried it is because like if you just play with your friends you could do whatever the flying fuck you want. Oh yeah, yeah. That's that's a definitely a big thing to emphasize. Like you could do you could do simply what like I I've been talking about like a lot of like nerd stuff like rolling dice and and like like storytelling moments and like uh me making cities and stuff like that. All these rules to know that all of that is just like something that I like doing because like I'm so into the game. But it's not just about that. The biggest thing is that like you were sitting at a table with your friends and dicking around for a few hours and you can simply do whatever the fuck you want if yeah. if that's like the way that your table is going you don't have to tell a story you could just go to the bar and narrate you and your characters just like having a stupid time or just like fucking around with people and you're basically superheroes in these kinds of worlds with the powers you have like dice rolls persuasion checks and all these all these kinds of stuff you can literally do whatever the fuck you want in a campaign i, I remember now that I'm thinking about it, the one time I did a campaign where you were yeah. a dungeon master and we like had to like we approach like an airship and we needed to like there's a oh, guy yes. there's a guy who owned it. And yes. our whole and like we the point was like we were supposed to like ask him for it and like he was supposed to like teach us how to use it or like mm-hmm. drive it for us or something like that. Mm-hmm. And and I I think I, I think it was me. I was like, actually, fuck that. I'm gonna tie him up and we're just gonna take it and we're just gonna fucking guess how to fly this thing. Yep. Yep, that was a hundred percent. I remember that crystal clear because that was honest that was honestly a moment. I it wasn't like a big freak out moment because it wasn't the biggest deal, but it was definitely a funny moment where I was like, Oh, you guys are generally new, but I know you're getting a feel for it. Where it was it was exactly that. It was just an old man on a boat and like they needed to get to an island. They go to the boat and we're like, All right, should we talk to him? Should we do anything? You guys sat in front of the boat for IRL like 10 minutes trying to figure out what you wanted to do and all you had to do was either ask him maybe like challenge him for it do something maybe like pay, like pay him or anything but no instead you guys I didn't plan for this but it worked out you guys went in and borderline assassinated him <laughs> you you beat him within an inch of his life and, and then tied him up and yeah and yep. then you couldn't drive the boat because none of you were. No, smart we did. Enough. We, but well, oh, you you rolled really high, but none of you were actually that intelligent. Yeah, we, we guessed it. <laughs> we just fucking. Anyway, yeah. all this to the point of like, it can. It's fun. It is fun, and I feel like it gets a lot of hate, and that leads me to the. We could wrap it up probably yeah. in this last question. Sure. What do you say to, like the the people that are like D and D is nerdy and stupid and like only ultra nerds play D and D true <laughs> but but also like don't knock until you try it it's as uh forget all the things about numbers and forget all the things about like uh uh like rules and rolling things and long long sessions and stuff like that none of that is like important the important thing is that like it's you and a bunch of friends just, just like telling jokes having fun hanging out eating pizza like it's it's not it, it it's not like the 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 media might uh, uh like portray a a very like like stereo stereotypical like nerd uh like 10 year olds playing and like like getting too into it you can get into it if you want but at the end of the day it's not really like that at the end of the day it's just like you and a bunch of friends screwing around and who doesn't who doesn't have fun doing that yeah it's it's yeah it's a lot of fun and you i think also it's fun to like create your own character and do whatever you want like <laughs> My, oh my character. god i totally forgot about i had a character who is a reptile who was a rabbi whose first name was also rabbi uh i do believe his name was a uh, rabbi squat face mumbo jumbo gonzo bonzo gonzo bonzo i'm so sorry yep, and i'm very proud <laughs> that's me- yeah that's messed up i <laughs> if you I even... were to refer to him formally it would be a rabbi rabbi squat face gonzo bonzo right uh it, uh uh 
uh, implying that Judaism ex- existed in in the fantasy universe oh, you were playing. In. Yep. Um, yeah, and his backstory is that his mom was kidnapped and murdered, and then his oh, his dad went on a went on a um, quest of vengeance to to find the uh, perpetrator, and also got murdered by the same person. Yep. 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 That's uh, the type. Of, that's the type of shit you can do. It's all up to you. Yeah. Jeez, I totally forgot that. <laughs> I, when I was explaining it, I was like, "Oh yeah, like if you're gonna be a paladin, you could, uh, uh, the paladins usually, uh, um, like declare an oath to some sort of god or something like that to like uphold their values and stuff. And uh, yeah, you could be like the nature god. It could be like the fire god. It could be like a bunch of different types of things. What kind of god do you want? Oh, just just like God. Oh, like like Judeo Christian God." like like god god like yeah like oh i didn't really think about it that way but sure why not (laughs) oh my goodness um yeah i think i think yeah i think i wanted to do this segment just so that maybe people listen to this and realize that dnd is actually for everybody damn so that means we're gonna we're gonna play a campaign right i would be open to it I would do one over Zoom. And it's recorded. You can't say no. I said I would be open to it. <laughs> no, weird. It, it said, uh, yes, Daddy Alex. Yes, Daddy. <laughs> yes, Dungeon Master there Alex. There's no opening of the asshole quite yet, okay? <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure canonically, in, in, in canon universe of our podcast, your asshole's been open for maybe the last 40 minutes. I'm going to make a character that is like Kirby that could, you know, Kirby could suck things in, mm-hmm. but through my asshole. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yep. Interesting. That's going to be my next character. And then you like shit out of your mouth. See, we can work with this. Maybe you can make like some sort of cool monk. Wait, it could be metaphorical shit out of my mouth. I only say bullshit. Yo, wait, that's actually a sick idea. Wait, no cap. That's actually a sick idea. <laughs> so so I take the, so I take the bad guy and I suck him into my asshole. <laughs> um You wanna do psych? Yeah, let's do psych. Um, model motto of the story. Motto of the story. <laughs> motto of the story. Subway, eat fresh. Moral of the story. Moral of the story. If you don't like someone, suck them into your asshole. Mm-hmm. Uh, pr- pr- proven to get rid of any uh, any evil in the world. Mm-hmm. And then shit talk. And them. that's why we partnered up with the butt plug company. <laughs> It's my new favorite bit. <laughs> that, that's a good bit. Uh, uh, butt plugs are us. Uh, thank you guys for sponsoring us. Super weird. You're affiliated with Toys R Us, but you know it is what it is. You, you can use our our discount code. It's just a Toys R Us. There's like toy. There's like Legos. No. There's toy trucks, no. and then just fucking butt plugs in the next aisle. Oh my god. Hey, toy. Uh, Toys R Us is uh closed. So Toys like, R Us. I know. That's why I. That's what like sex toys. I yes, just got I know that. that was that was I the just, intention. I just got there. I'm pretty funny. All right. I'm not proud of that. Anyway, continue. Psychology. We're going to talk about hypnosis. <clears throat> yes, sir. Uh, bup, 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 bup. So hypnosis is actually a thing that is used right, re- like not regularly, but it's used. It's used regularly in most psychologist sessions. If you go to a psychologist. There's about a 50-50 chance they'll use hypnosis. Yeah, so that. don't go to psychologists, guys. It's it's not it's not worth it. You're going to get yeah. hypnotized. You go to psychiatrists. Mm. Because and they're going to hypnotize you to to tell 10 more people to go visit the the, Listen, the psychologist. There's, there's an important there's an important dichotomy between hi- 
hypnotizing and brainwashing. Mm -hmm. And the psychologists do hypnotizing, which only works like sometimes. Brainwashing works all the time. And that's why you go to a psychiatrist because that's what they do. Mm. You've been to a psychologist recently, (laughs) Aaron? All right, that's the episode. <laughs> um, um, hypnosis actually is used, like, kind of, not regularly, but it's used today. Uh, it's You always the, see those, like, shows, like, where someone's on stage and they have someone come up and they get hypnotized. Because, like, it, it can be the, the, the biggest... Here, let me... I still don't understand how it works. I don't the, get the, it. the concept of it is that it's... Uh, you haven't learned about it in your, in your psych classes, right? Not about hypnosis specifically. The idea... I've learned about, like, vul- like... like psychological vulnerability so, so like the the origins of it is that like in the late 1700s uh there was a dude named franz mesmer which fun fact where we get the word mesmerize uh uh basically theorized that there was a uh, i think we're going on time uh basically theorized that there was a uh another cycle like physiological state like some physiological states are like psychological state of mississippi psychological state <laughs> the physiological state the physiological state of the union physiological state of state of texas i'm in a physiological state of mind <laughs> um, anyway uh like physiological states in, in terms of like awake stage one of sleep stage two of sleep and like that kind of that sure. kind of stuff where like the body's like in a certain state that it's not the same as it is as it is in another state yeah Mesmer uh, theorized that there was another physiological state, uh, like some something akin to a trance, okay. and, and that uh, in this trance, we we've studied over time. It's not exactly a different f- physiological state, but it's it's certainly comparable. Where in this state, the marked feature of it is that you are more suggestible than usual. Right. Like you're more open to hearing things or like changing things than usual. It like the term is high suggestibility. Right. That's what I was trying to talk about. Not not vulnerability, suggestibility. Yeah. It's like it's like a stage of heightened suggestibility. And that like over time there were other psychologists, like that was in the late seventeen hundreds. Over time there were other uh psychologists like Freud and other and other types of people that like we uh they didn't have the exact understanding as we do have it now. But they they like they they got some types of results out of it. Uh, whether they were all right or wrong is up to interpretation. But like, nope, all right, all correct. Like like Freud. I see no problems with this. Freud is very uh, um, known for for using this type of hypnotherapy to uncover repressed memories, and we've talked about repressed memories before. Where like if you put someone into a heightened state of uh, suggestibility and be like, yeah, remember that time you were lost in the mall? And then someone's like, yeah, yeah, I do remember that time. You, you were passing, yeah, you were passing the store, you lost your mom. And then like in this state, like Freud and other psychologists like that were probably coming up with some repressed memories with these people that were not real or, or like, like suggested, like, you know what I'm, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, we, uh, yeah. <laughs> The, the 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 big the big difference is that like we now know the the how far this has come is that we now know that like it's not actually a different physiological state it's more like if you believe in it and if it's the type of thing that can help you then great let's do it if not then it doesn't work for you it's like not everyone should do hypnotherapy because not everyone is like if if you're not believing enough in this like trance type of thing then you're not 
going to get anything out of it. If you were just generally a more suggestible person, you might be suggestible to be like, oh, hypnotherapy, let me at least try it. And then there, there, there are like actual things that uh, psychologists use for hypnotherapy, such as suggestion okay. therapy, which is just like they basically put someone into a heightened state of suggestibility, which is which is just like you get them really they just, relaxed. They just make some suggestions, you know what I mean? <laughs> uh, yeah, and it, uh, it, it's it's just like you get them relaxed, you get them to just like chill out, like let their brain relax and stuff, and like you basically suggest them to refrain from habits like smoking or uh. Uh, like biting your nails or something like that and it won't stop it but it'll it it helps like it incept is a strange word for it but it's like it, it it's like a deeper it's a deeper suggestion than just yeah. being like your psychologist telling you to stop doing something yeah and if, if that's something that works for you then great that's something that works for you but it shouldn't be used for everyone like how, like how freud did it and it shouldn't be like done too intensely like how freud did it yeah it's one of the it's it's really it's an interesting concept because it's one of those things that feels like it shouldn't be real, like that shouldn't really work. It's not something that seems like it's actual, but it it, it kind of is. Yeah, like kind of really is. People get stuff out of it. Not ev- definitely not everyone, which is why it's not like super popularized. But it's more just like I mean, it being so unbelievable is probably why it's so like sensationalized in uh, in like you know movies and TV shows and stuff like that. But if it works for you, it works for you. Yeah. I mean, no um, arguing with that. Yeah. It, it it's definitely very very interesting though. Uh of just being like like, "Oh, are you relaxed? You're relaxed right now?" All right, cool. Um stop smoking. You're just, super relaxed. All right. You like big dick now. You like big pee-pee. <laughs> That's what Freud did. <laughs> That's <laughs> You're like absolutely ginormous pee-pee. Dude, this is how this is how you become a god. You you hypnotize oh my God, you hypnotize people into thinking like you see that dude over there he's pointing to a mirror that's pointed at the psychologist which is you be, trying to become God yeah I see him that dude's hype maybe hype enough to be God this <laughs> I am <laughs> waving like doing like, the watch in front of the face mm. I am the big peepee God I am... that's that's your patron <laughs> that's your uh your divine domain yeah. peepee big I'm the big peepee God the mm. deity with the large wiener what about the minor peepee God uh, minor peepee God Ain't shit. Uh, there actually is a Greek god of fertility. Can I remember his name? It starts with a P. I can't remember it. But basically, it's it's, it's not PP. Uh, it's not. It's definitely not. Uh, it's is it Peneus? No, no. It's it's like oh, no. I, I might look it up. But it, it's like it's a it's a uh, come on. Peneus is pretty good. <laughs> did you know the Roman uh, the Latin word for pine is P I N U S? And with Latin pronunciations, guess how that's pronounced? Penus. Penis. It's I knew li- it was- literally just pronounced penis. It's, <laughs> te- it's technically penis, but like, good. It's penis. That's a good. That's a good. Uh, you know how often pine trees are referenced in in antiquity? A lot. I'll tell you, not often enough. You know how many times I've had to say penis in my Latin class? <laughs> Quite often. <laughs> that's a great category of things, like things that sound like curse words. <laughs> in other, like you know, how do you say? How do you think you might say seal in French? Seal. Fuck. <laughs> Dude, I just snorted so hard. <laughs> You're capping. That's false. That's not real. No. Here, wait. Dude. Okay, wait, hold Go on. Go to Google Translate. Yeah, 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 I got it. I got it. 
Hopefully it gives oh the... Oh, my fucking God. <laughs> <laughs> Your delivery of it was perfect, too. Oh, my God. Okay, okay. It should be. I don't think I got this wrong. Because, like, the whole... One of the biggest jokes is, like, you are a baby seal. And it's, like, 2A on baby fuck. <laughs> Dude, wait, okay, wait, wait. English? Like, see, like, S-E-A-L. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, like the animal. Maybe get this, make sure you get the sound on so we can get this into the mic. It's not giving the right word? Maybe with a capital S? What the fuck? Maybe, like, baby, maybe say, like, baby seal. Wait, what the hell? No way, I've been capped. <laughs> Dude, you were lying. Oh, here we go. Oh, God. Doing yours, yeah. Baby fuck. <laughs> Baby fuck. All the, your, your delivery of that was just absolutely insane. I'm just like, <laughs> oh, God. Guess what? Baby, go see this. Uh, I don't know. Seal? Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That was fucking insane. Uh, <clears throat> to, to backtrack the smallest amount, back to the Greek god of fertility... Uh, it doesn't matter what his name is. The The big deal about it is that he's very recognizable by his statue because he's just a dude with a two-foot dick. <laughs> <laughs> like, my my man's penis is, like, at his shins on any statue of him. I, yeah. Yeah, I... I, <laughs> I didn't know they made statues of me. <laughs> dude... Did you did you did you exist two thousand years ago? That's so crazy. But like like this dude looks just like you. He's got he's and he's just holding a bunch of penises. No no, it's usually he's holding his own. No, like because it's simply so. Pe- oh, like he's holding a bunch of pines. It refers to the whole pine tree, I believe. Penis. Oh, that's boring. Anyway, this is him. Oh my god. <laughs> You know what? Let's 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 get some video engagement in here. Why do they, like, they have to make a statue where he's hard? Let's get some video engagement. Oh, they're all hard. Some of them are soft, and that's even funnier. Let me see if I can find a soft one. Yo, Yo my shit, my man shit, my man shit sticks straight up. Let me see. Hold on. Let's see if I can find it. All right, let, all right, guys, watch the video. Doesn't it look like Aaron? Guys, guys, come on. That is. What... I can't deal with that. Oh uh, my fucking god! Yeah, this leads. Yeah, Greek god. For this leads me to an interesting thought about would you rather that maybe we'll bring up. Yeah, I mean, we should we also episode. end in a moment, but yeah, let's 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 wrap it up on that on that bombshell. Um, whew, whew, okay. <laughs> Baby we have fuck. <laughs> we have Instagram. We have Twitter. Supposedly, we have uh, a TikTok at Who Asked Cast. Um, we have a YouTube channel who asked where you can watch, usually you can watch a video of us doing this, um, instead of just listening to it and you can see a video, uh, you can see a image of a very large penis, um, statue. Come on. We have- it is Aaron though. We have, we have canonically, we've canonically established that Aaron was the Greek god of fertility 2000 years ago. It's true. It's very true. Um, anyway, we have a website, whoaskedpodcast.podbean.com, where you can like find all of our episodes, all of our socials, all of the links to the platforms on which you can stream our podcast. And if you have any topic submissions, you have anything better for us to talk about, because we're kind of running out of ideas. We're not actually, but we just want to talk about this one for a while. Uh, if you have any topic submissions, anything you want us to talk about, uh, it, you want us to give us you advice on stuff. 
We want to do that too. That's fun. You can email us, whoaskedcast at gmail.com. Uh, just say anything. We'll probably give you a shout out. Well, we'll keep it anonymous, but we like emails. Whoaskedcast at gmail.com. Can you spread AIDS? <laughs> it, it was a request. It was not a question. <laughs> yeah. Please, can you come spread AIDS? And with that, thanks, guys. See you next time.